How do we stop and notice that incredible, holy things happen to us every day? My name is Rabbi Lauren Holtzblatt, and this is Awake, Finding the Holy in the Everyday. When you listen, I hope you'll take a few minutes to pause, to open yourself to the possibility that holiness, connection, and presence are around us all of the time. I sing for you. I sing for what is holy and is true. I sing for all creation, for life and liberation, every day anew. Ashrei Yoshrei, Ashrei Yoshrei Veitecha, Ashrei Yoshrei Veitecha, Oje Halleluja Hi, everybody. It's uh, good to be back with you. A new week. The world is still looking as it's been looking. Um, Things are starting to open up a bit. There's still need for protests for this moment, for this place that we're in. And I'm, I'm still emotionally and spiritually in the place of thinking about my own whiteness, about privilege about what power does when it distorts. And what's been coming back to me again and again and again throughout these few weeks has have been the words of Alana Kaufman, who is the director of the Jews of Color Field Building Initiative. She spoke at one of our Shabbat services a couple weeks ago, and um, it was incredibly enlightening. If you want to hear the whole speech, you can go to the Addis Israel website. But one of the things that she said, which hit me so hard, was that we have learned the idea of separation from this country. We are living in whites and blacks, Jews and Jews of color. She said, really, we all have multiple identities that are within all of us a mom, a sister, a daughter, a rabbi, a mystic, a runner. She reminded us that binary thinking is what seeks to divide us. And in this moment, we need to make room for every single one of us. And that teaching has just sat so deeply with me because there are moments when I feel shame because of my privilege. I feel shame because of whiteness at this moment. And sometimes that shame can take over. And even though we need to be really thinking about who we are and the powers that we use in the world and how we can make space for all of God's creations, getting stuck in shame actually doesn't help um, if the shame becomes bigger than the move to grow and to thrive. And I was thinking about the Kabbalist way 
of how God manifests God's self in the world. The Kabbalists taught that there are 10 spherot, and many of you know this, the spherot chart. And um, at the top is Keter, is the crown of God. And at the bottom is Yisod. And all throughout the spherot chart are different dimensions of how God emanates God's self in the world. Sometimes God is chesed, love. Sometimes God is gevura, din. Sometimes God is netzach, which is sort of like a powerful um, conquering. And sometimes God is hod, which is this sense of gratitude, of receiving. And what the Kabbalists teach us is that in order for God's emanation to function in the world, all of the disparate parts, all the firing energies of each one of those spherot have to bounce off of each other. And what they say is evil. Evil is not some alien force that's outside of us, but evil is when one of the parts of those spherot gets cut off from the other. So when I'm living too much in chesed, I am cut off from gavura. I'm all in love and I have no boundaries. And I've talked about that sometimes in this podcast. And the way that we heal and the way that we come close to holiness is by having all of the different parts function and bring energy to each other. And when there's free-flowing energy, that's when we are healthiest within our relationship with the world and with God. Not only that, but God doesn't exist as a binary within the Kabbalist way of thinking. God is both male and female. God functions as both Shrina, which is the imminent energy, which is feminine. And God also has um, a male counterpart that functions within the Sfirot. And those two birth another dimension of God, which is Tiferet, which is this idea of of beauty. And so the mystical way of thinking was really this same idea of what Alana was talking about, which is that to live in binaries is to cut ourselves off from, from parts of ourselves, from parts of holiness. And that what the mystic's spiritual job is to do is to get in touch with every part of themselves, every limb, every feeling, every song, everything in this universe, that everything that was created has an element of God in it. And the job of the mystic is to be able to uncover our eyes and be able to see it. And when we can do that, when we can come together and make space for every single one of us, collectively, but also every single part of ourselves inside. That's when we, that's when we achieve holiness. You know, during this coronavirus, one of the things that's been funny sometimes is being on a Zoom call with someone in the midst of a, you know, a meeting, and you see them both as a professional. And then sometimes a kid will run in the room and they'll feel embarrassed that the kid is there. But one of the things that's been so beautiful has been seeing all of the different pieces of a human being, right? You see them as professional. You see them as 
parent. You see them as a person who lives in a home. You see what the backgrounds are that are behind them. And when we live in our kind of regular non-coronavirus lives, we hide parts of ourselves in order to be the professional, to be the parent, to be who I need to show up for in whatever moment I need to show up. And sometimes I hide parts of myself that are maybe not appropriate for that moment. And something about this moment of racial justice and this moment of coronavirus coinciding together has said to us, we need to show up with all of our parts. We need to show up with everything that we have because when we cut off parts of ourselves, we, we cut off some of the energy of God. And so I want to offer you today this idea that as we move forward and we try to make sense out of this new world that we're building, that one of the things we need to do is to live in the wideness and the breadth of God, Merchavya, that there's room for every piece of ourselves in our, in our lives, every role that we have, every emotion that we inhabit, and that there's also room for every human, no matter what skin they inhabit, no matter what emotion they're walking around with, that we have to find ways of, of seeing that there is room for every single one of us. And that's when I think we'll actually be able to pray. This ashray I'm singing to you that I began with and I'm going to end with is from Allie Halpert, who is a wonderful singer and composer. Ashray 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 I sing for you. I sing for what is holy and is true. I sing for all creation, for life and liberation, every day anew. Have a good week. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go, you can always check out more episodes at addisisrael.org slash awake or on Apple Podcasts. Please make sure to hit subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a review to let us know you like the show. It helps us to get the word out. Finally, you can email us at awake at addisisrael.org to give feedback about the show. Let us know what you like and what you want to hear more of. Thank you for listening, and I'm wishing you a holy encounter this week.